0: The strength talk with Doc. You know, I'm gonna ask you, I hope and tell you, I hope that everything is going good with you. I hope everything is going well with yours. Coming up on the holiday season, people, New Year's, Christmas, or uh, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. We ain't really gonna get into too much of that right now. I got next week's show to dive into that, but I just wanted to say it's holiday season. And I hope everything's going groovy with you. Hope you ain't killing yourself financially. We talked about that on the last show. Now, to kick this bad boy off, it's a real simple title. It's okay to be all right, but it's not okay right now. Convoluted, does that sound convoluted to you? It is okay to be all right. Would it not being okay right now. Right now is not forever. Are you an optimistic person? Are you a pessimistic person? Or are you a realist? What are you doing to change whatever it is that's making you not okay right now? Are you just throwing a, a pity party? Are you putting in some kind of work? Are you accepting the situation? You know, it's holiday season and people get in a lot of doldrums, but people come in your life and people go in your life. We live in seasons. We live, we live in seasons where you plant, you harvest, you, it grows, then you reap the benefits of your growth, your harvest, you know, you're up today and you could be down tomorrow. How do you play this game called life? First of all, you must learn to accept that it's okay. That every day is not going to be that sunshiny day. You're not going to have the rainbow. You got to have some rain to make those crops grow. You're going to have to have some cold weather to put some frost right into the ground. You can be fine. It's just how deep do you take everything? Do you take everything as the end of the world? you take everything as this is the most joyous moment that I've ever experienced well you just reel about it and some, some things you just have to set because they're out of your control some things are out of your control let those people who want to go go let those people if you love them that you want to stay give them a reason to stay it's not just them it's also you We play a part in every relationship that we are involved in. I have learned that over the course of my life. I no longer blame anybody for walking out of a relationship with me. And that is not physical only. I'm talking about emotional relationships. I'm talking about buddies that I no longer speak to but never fought. And the reason that they left was I wasn't that important. I didn't leave a mark on their heart enough where they felt they should stay as they moved along, as they evolved. And that is fine. There's no pointing fingers. There is no one to blame. We outgrow situations. Some situations stay with you for life. But if you are now angry at people, especially in the holidays, people want to look for reasons to have that pity party. They want to look for reasons why there's no, the, the, all these people around. I'm not getting all this love. How much love did you show? Not how much love did you think you showed. How much love did you legitimately show? How many times were you that shoulder to, to cry on and you never said a word about what was said to you? And you gave the best advice that you possibly could, not for something to benefit you but to benefit them. Take all those things into account. And then you'll learn that it's okay. That it's okay that it's not all right right now. And things can be perfect for you right now. But is that good enough for you? Or is close to what you, you can perceive to be perfect for you right now? Are you grateful? Are you showing appreciation? Are you Paying it forward in a way. You know what? We need to do that. We need to do that. I am in the business of people. I spent a lot of my life not being in the business of my fellow man. And for that, I am ashamed. For that, I try to make amends. If I can help, I will help. If I'm going to cause more harm than help, I am going to back away from the situation. I don't want to harm. I don't need that on my conscience. I don't need that on my mind. I don't need that to little sleepover. I want to help. That's why I don't gossip about people. I don't spread rumors about people. Strange from talk with Doc talks about situations and subject matters. But I try not to come down on the parties unfairly that I speak of. And if it's something that has nothing to do with me and nothing to do with the story that I'm telling, I leave that alone. I'm not going to get into your personal life. I'm not going to care who you dated. I'm not going to care what you wore. I'm not going to care about your rehab or staying sober or being drunk. It's not anything to do with more than likely the subject matter we're speaking about. But I just want you to think about that. Think about why you might be so optimistic and then be grateful for your optimism. Think about why you're so pessimistic and work on killing that disease. And if you are a realist, what is your real reality? Is your reality coming from you, your heart, or is it implanted as a uh, from your church Your reality is planted in you from your parents. Your reality is planted in you from your friends, your reality, just tradition. You need to think about those three things because those are the three things that make up a lot of our character, optimism, pessimism, and realism. And when we work around those three and we get them in harmony, good harmony, You can figure out who you are and how you're going to deal with almost every situation that comes up against you in this thing we call life. Now, I'm going to move on to the regular show now. So we got to start with, you know, naturally, we're going to start with Israel and Hamas. And Biden finally came out and said that Israel is actually losing the world support because of the war. I can't agree with him any less on this. Uh, Israel. And uh, I hate to keep stating this, and I shouldn't even have to state this. If you've been listening to me for a while, Hamas was out of pocket for what they did to begin with. But since then, Israel has not seemed to want to work to resolve this. They just want to inflict vengeance. If they are a religious people, if they are basing their world over there in Israel upon them being good Jewish people. They know that vengeance is not ours. It is the Lord's. He clearly states that vengeance is mine, said the Lord. And they got to work on that. Now, last week, I did come up and tell that I had linked First Church of God in Christ, Pastor G.L. Jennings, our organization, to my YouTube page. That link has now been severed. I have cut that link. I listened to it show that he did this morning i'm not going to go until this going to be less than a minute and i was so far removed from what he said as me a human being that i felt that i could no longer support uh his organization i could no longer be a party to be one to even be linked to it they're nine gazillion times bigger than me and I don't know how it would have benefited me because those people would have never listened to me. From time to time, I cuss. And, you know, their hardcore holiness, hardcore Pentecostal, I thought he had some good messages. But when he started stating that God spoke to him directly as a teenager, and I had never heard this story before, and actually even called him by his nickname, and he mistake God's voice for his father not once, not twice, but three times. And not only that, as he bothered his father by asking him about, dad, are you calling me? And his father threatened violence. I don't think God would put you in a position of any form of violence if he was speaking to you directly. If he was, his voice reached you, you would be in the safest place in the entire, you can't even imagine, universe because that means he wants to give you a message and nothing and nobody would be able to send you or threaten you in any bodily harm manner at that point in time. And if that's the viewpoint that him and his people have, that he has been spoken directly to God and God showed him visions that he showed no other man, then I can no longer support that. So we lost Andre Brower, You know him from Homicide Life on the Street in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He also was a serious, a very serious actor at one point. Uh, He died at the age of 61. It was shocking to hear that this brother had passed away. He also was with Denzel in Glory. He was playing the dude with the glasses, the young flag bearer. Uh, That was a very good movie. We also launched George McInneson. Hall of Fame basketball player. He won two titles with the Indiana Pacers of the ABA people. There was a basketball league other than the NBA. When I was growing, it was the ABA. He became teammates with Dr. J Julius Irvin on the 76ers. They went to a finals, but did not win. I believe they lost to the Portland Trailblazers. It was heartbreaking. I love George McGinnis style of play It was different. He did a lot of stuff with one hand. He was a big dude. He was a muscular dude. He was kind of an enforcer without being a dirty enforcer back in the days. He was a very good scorer. And he died at the age of 73. So Trump defense ended in his New York fraud case. I guess this thing is going to go to the jury. I don't know. They're going to do closing arguments. That might take like a, a whole week leading up to Christmas. We might not even get a decision on this until January. As you know, Rudy Giuliani, Uh, The judge and hammer came down on him in his fraud case in Georgia. And he was told that he's going to have to pay one hundred and forty eight million dollars to those election workers in a defamation character trial. But Rudy Giuliani might as well have been fined. And I'm hope I'm not stealing anybody's line a trillion dollars because he ain't got a dime that he can give these people. And that's just the way that goes. And just to let you know how trifling a man Donald Trump is, he's offering pieces of the suit that he wore his mugshot photo on trading cards for $99. So you can now go out and buy from this huckster a piece of his dirty, filthy suit attached to a baseball card that's probably going to have maybe the best picture doctored and filtered up picture that he has taken in years and i think that this is deplorable that a man who sat in presidential chair would sell trinkets to his constituents people who legitimately love him this dude does not care who he he hucks he does not care who he cons he is really some piece of work now that courthouse in uh New York had a fire and 17 people were injured and they had to evacuate the three floors. I spent a lot of time in 60 Center Street. I worked for the federal government at one time and my job was to go back and forth to court, that courthouse and uh, Pearl Street courthouse. And I would do that four or five times a day. Uh, So I'm very familiar with that building. I'm very familiar with a lot of the judges that are in that building. And you know what? I'm glad nobody was truly injured in that building. So I did bring up Christmas, right? So you know what? I have to say this. I know no kids are listening to me, but you know, Santa's fake people. We need to start giving credit where credit is due. We need to stop making up this myth and telling children this lie that some fat dude with a beard is coming down the chimney. Now, what about if you live in an apartment? There is no chimney. What are you explaining to your child where Santa comes from? And why can't you and the mother of the child or you and the father of the child take credit for the gifts that y'all worked hard all year to buy for this child? I think it's all right to never lie to your children. And when I mean all right to never lie, from the day that they're born to the day that they die, they should have somebody that they can rely on to always have kept it real with them. And that person should be its parents. Because if parents can lie to their children, anybody can lie to those kids. And those kids can be lied to all the rest of their life. And why should they trust if they can't trust the people that they're supposed to trust the most, the people that God actually entrusted with the child's life. So there are no white lies because lies don't have color, people. There are no little lies. They are just lies. So we had a high school student, and this blows my mind. He failed a quiz because he marked down that only women can get pregnant and that all men have penises. Now, okay, in a way, he might have been wrong about all men having penises. There have been some accidents. There have been some birth accidents. There's been some deformities where I am sure men have not been born with proper genitalia. But for the most part, I would say 150 gazillion percent. he a 100% correct that only women can get pregnant a transgender male is still biologically a female. It is still a woman, in, internally. It has, if it has not had the operation, it has ovaries and it has eggs. So I don't care if it has a beard and it has muscles and tattoos, it's still internally a female. How dare this high school student Get marked incorrect for giving the proper answers on this test. What is the matter with our society? What is seriously, what is the matter with our society that we can't even own up? That only women give birth. Men do not have the physical capability of giving birth. Where are they going to come out of our mouths? They're going to come out of our anuses? we have a womb no we do not only female possess those body parts i already told you about giuliani and his 148 million now very interesting she Atani's contract for the uh l.a dodgers this is some real technology they pulled this dude is only going to be pulling down two million a year for nine years and then it gets bumped up to this grand sixty-four million for ten or fifteen years, something like that. And I think that is wrong. I think that is wrong that they can do stuff like that to circumvent rules. But you know what? Here's the lawyers, the Dodgers' lawyers, and the agents—they pulled the fast one. But why can't other teams do this? Why wouldn't other? Then now cheating becomes a part of fairness because you 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 go around the corner to make sure that you get what you want but you don't do it in the right way so you circumvent salary caps and you know what if you're a dodger fan this works in your favor but for everybody else this kind of sucks this weekend we had a pay-per-view uh leon edwards took on colby covington colby covington is a walking freak show He brings out the Kid Rocks and Donald Trumps of the world. Dana White sits there and fanboys for Kid Rock and Donald Trump. And I just want to thank Mr. Edwards because I'm not going to really go into detail about this card. It was only all right to me. This was the last pay-per-view card of 2023 for the UFC. I thank Leon Edwards for taking care of business because the last thing I wanted to do will see Donald Trump get in that ring and put that belt around Kobe Covington's racist fucking waist. Kobe Covington has said some deplorable things about Mr. Edwards. He has said some bad things about just things in general. This dude, after losing the fight, claiming that he only lost the fight because he's a MAGA supporter, instead of Edwards dominating him for five rounds, makes no sense. That makes him a liar and a loser. Him sitting there and saying he didn't have a scratch on his face while blood is coming down his face makes him a liar and a loser. Uh, The opportunities that he keeps getting, and I don't understand why Dana repeatedly puts this man in title shots. He doesn't even have to earn his way up the ladder. He's had three title shots in the last four to five years. And he hasn't even climbed up the ladder to get him. I mean, it's like, you know what? I like you, you're MAGA, I'm MAGA. I'm going to give you as many shots as you need till you can get this belt. It's ridiculous. So Dream on Green was suspended indefinitely by the NBA for uh, smacking Yusef Nurkic in the head. Now, the problem with this is, to me, Draymond Green, and we have HEPA rules in this country, has to prove that he has uh, the mental wherewithal, quote-unquote, to be able to be trusted to be back on the NBA court before he's reinstated. Now, when they did this to Jamal Murray, it took a magical three to six games and two days in rehab. Now, Draymond Green has now embarrassed himself, his organization, and his family multiple times. At least twice this year with the choking of Rudy Gobert and now smacking of Yusuf Nurkic. But the bigger case is now he has to be considered as though there's something wrong with him. If you notice, the narrative is, I hope Draymond gets the help he needs. No, Draymond needs to grow up. Draymond needs to know that he is in a multi-billion dollar business. He's one of the faces of that league. That league affords him a hell of a lifestyle. It's going to afford his kids and his grandkids a lifestyle. That podcast has the success he has because of who he is as an NBA player, not because he's Draymond Green from Michigan. Nobody cared about that guy. This is Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors, a four-time champion, An All-Star and a future Hall of Fame. And that's why hundreds of thousands or millions of people have listened to his words. Uh, When you're traveling to Paris and France with LeBron, you're not doing it because you're a bus driver. You're not doing it because you're a cabbie or Uber. You're doing it because of the position that you hold. And you know what? These guys start getting to the point where they act like stuff is birthrights instead of a privilege. And he should treat this like a privilege. they I mean, Draymond Green has been fined. And by the end of this fine, he could have been fined over $3 million. Do you know the help that you could have done for the general public? The people you could have fed, housed, and closed with $3 million in America when people are struggling to put dimes and nickels together? You're just throwing it away? So Giannis compo, scored a career high and franchise record 64 points when the Bucs beat the Pacers. Now, I don't give a damn about Giannis and his basketball, the basketball trinket trophy that he can always just replace. So that is of no consequence. I just thought that Giannis did a fantastic thing, scoring 64 points. You know what? I'm always going to side on the side of the winner when they say, why was he still out there when they were blowing the Pacers away? You know what, then stop him. You're professional organization. Your guys get paid top dollar to play basketball. Figure out a way to stop him, and he won't score 64 points. I like to give you what I consider to be the games of the week. And I'm gonna go through them briefly. Tonight we got the LA Clippers taking on those Indiana Pacers. You got the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Miami Heat. You got the Memphis Grizzlies with Ja Moran probably returning this week versus OKC. You got Dallas Mavericks versus the World Champ Nuggets. You got the Nets going up against Utah. You got the Knicks going up against the Lakers. Tuesday, you got Memphis versus New Orleans. Now, that could be hot. You could have John ja Moran going up against Zion Williams. You got my Spurs, who, thank God, had broke an 18-game losing streak, But a back on a one-game losing streak, they're going up against the Milwaukee Bucks, and I spoke about Giannis already. You got the Celtics taking on the Golden State Warriors. Always an interesting matchup. Wednesday, you got the Jazz taking on the Cavs. You got the Timberwolves taking on the 76ers. The Battle of New York, the Knicks versus the Nets. You got the Nuggets versus the Raptors. And you got the Memphis Grizzlies versus uh. The Clippers, Uh, Friday you have, no, Thursday you have San Antonio Spurs versus the Bulls, Indiana versus Memphis, Clippers versus OKC, Lakers versus Minnesota, Friday you got the Raptors versus the 76ers, the Nuggets versus the Nets, Hawks versus the Heat, Phoenix versus Sacramento, Saturday, you got Milwaukee versus New York, Boston versus the Clippers, Memphis versus Atlanta, Utah versus Toronto, the Lakers versus San Antonio. My Spurs are playing the Mavericks. And Sunday, which is Christmas Eve, the NBA decided not to schedule any games. There will be Christmas Day games, but we'll get into that next week. But as of now, there's no Christmas Eve games. There will be no Christmas Eve games from the NBA. In the NFL, Justin Herbert is out for the season following surgery on his fractured right index finger. The Chargers fired their head coach, Brandon Staley, and their GM, Tom Telesco. Tyreek Hill was out this week. CJ Stroud was out this week. And now let's get into the games. And this is going to be very brief synopsis, but I'm going to give you a breakdown of what I think of or what happened as key to each victory and loss. Eddie Pinero hit a field goal for the two and 12 Panthers and they beat the nine to seven Falcons. I mean, they beat the Falcons nine to seven. The Falcons are actually six and eight and, uh, The interim head coach, Chris Tabor, got his first NFL win for the Panthers. Congratulations to you, dude. It was empty stadium. They had that facial recognition. A lot of people didn't show up. They were selling those tickets for like peanuts, literally peanuts. But the weather was horrible. It was rainy. It was cold. And I don't blame people for not rushing to go and see a one and, at the time, 12 team play football. Joe Flacco, who a couple of weeks ago was on his couch, passed for 374 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. And he rallied his banged up Browns, who were nine and five, to a 2017 win over the five and nine Bears. Uh, Amani Cooper and Njilko both had over 100 yards in that game. The eight and six te- Texans, who were without CJ Stroud beat the 5-9 and nine Titans, 19-16. Kiami Fairbear hit a 54-yard field goal in overtime. I would like to ask the Titans, where was Derrick Henry? He was totally invisible in this game. The 9-5 Chiefs, and I'm going to say barely, but they beat the 3-11 Patriots, 27-17. Mahomes passed for 305 yards and threw two touchdowns, but he also threw two interceptions. There was some questionable referee calls because it should have been a third interception in this game, but it was reversed due to holding. And Derek Carr threw three touchdowns as the 7-7 Saints beat the 5-9 Giants 24-6, and the Saints remained tied atop the NFC South. Mosta and Tavalova led the ten and four Dolphins to a thirty zip victory over the five and nine Jets. Now, Miami was without Tyreek Hill, but Raheem Mosta Mosta scored two more touchdowns to set the Miami single season record with twenty. Watto had a season high one hundred forty two yards on eight catches and one touchdown. The Jets were never in this game. They bent Zach Wilson. They came up with excuses. His head, his back, his shoulders, knee, his attitude. The sky was blue. You know, a lot of garbage. Now, let's see what Aaron Rodgers says about wanting to rush back to play for this 5-9 and Jet team that can't protect the quarterback. Let's see if he brushes back and plays next week. Baker Mayfield. Drew for 381 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions to lead his seven and seven Bucks over the six and eight Packers, 34 to 20. Christian McCafferty scored three touchdowns, one rushing, two receiving, and the 11 and three 49ers clinched the NFC West with a 45 29 route of the three and 11 Cardinals. This is the sixth straight win. For the 49ers, they back on one of those long win streaks again, people. Purdy had four touchdowns and no interceptions also in that game. Matthew Stratford threw for two touchdowns, and the 7-7 Rams kept their playoff hopes alive with a 28-20 win over the 4-10 Commanders. Karen Williams rushed for 152 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup had a big game, too. He had 111 yards and one touchdown. James Cook and the dominating Russian attack for the eight and six bills stomped my 10 and four Cowboys 31 to 10. It wasn't even that close people. Cook finished with 179 yards rushing, one touchdown and one touchdown receiving. The Cowboys embarrassed themselves The Cowboys took all the goodwill that they had built up, all that good equity that they had built up, making people believe that there was going to be a change or a difference, and they threw it out the window. Uh, Micah Parsons and that defense got bullied. They got punched in the mouth, and they took it. They were bleeding, and they just took their tongue, wiped it across the blood, and swallowed it. They didn't do anything to punch anybody back. It was uh, an embarrassing performance by the Dallas Cowboys offensively on the defensive line, defensive backfield. Uh, it wasn't like uh, Josh Allen went crazy and threw for 470 yards. They just ran it down their throats, and the Cowboys had to accept it. The 11-3 Ravens beat the 8-6 and six Jaguars 23-7, to seven, and it's their fourth consecutive win. And they also clinched the AFC playoff spot. Now, by the way, the Cowboys also clinched the playoff spot. Philadelphia Eagles also clinched the playoff spot. Jake Browning went 29 for 42 for 324 yards and two touchdowns, both to T. Higgins, and one interception. And the eight and six Bengals rallied to a 27-24 overtime win over the seven and seven Vikings. This is Browning's third straight start. I mean, third, third straight win. And it, he's now improved the three and one since Joe barrel went down with that season ending right wrist injury. So he's actually maintaining the Bengals. Uh, you know, opportunity. They haven't fallen off the map. They could have went away after Joe Barrow got injured but when you're a real team and you really have desire and heart and you want to make something of yourself you do what you have to do and Mr Jake Browning is just maintaining it and he's doing a good job Donna amisha who was a seesaw uh played a decent game for the eight and six Colts and they beat the seven and seven Steelers thirty to thirteen. The Steelers are falling down the rabbit hole. I don't know if they can recover. Uh, the Steelers are now in that, oh, is Tomlin going to finish over 500? Who cares if Tomlin finishes over 500? Do the Steelers have a chance to win the Super Bowl? I say their chances are 0.001%. Jared Goff took five touchdown passes with no interceptions. And the NFC North leading 10 and four Lions bounced back from being embarrassed last week and beat the seven and seven Broncos 42 to 17. Uh, Armand Ra St. Brown had over 100 yards receiving. That tight end Laporta had three touchdowns. When the Lions look good, the Lions look good. When the Lions look mediocre, they can look pretty mediocre. But they're 10 and four. And who thought you'd be saying 10 and four Lions? Four days after losing three to Zip, the six and eight Raiders set a franchise record and beat the five and nine Chargers, who were without Justin Herbert 63 to 21. Quarterback for the Raiders, Adrian O'Connell, threw four touchdown passes and had zero interceptions. And this game actually led to the firing of head coach Brandon Staley and GM Tom Teleso, who both have underachieved. Uh, the Chargers have too much offensive talent. They have two big-time signers on the defense, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and you have on the offense Austin Eckler. You have Justin Herbert. You have Keenan Allen and you can't get a playoff out of that kind of talent changes needed to be made and changes were made the 10 and 3 eagles are going up against the six and seven seahawks on monday night football if the eagles win this game they pretty much wrap up the nfc east i believe that the eagles even though they're going into seattle and seattle can be tough I believe the Eagles are playing for something, so the Eagles will win. I don't know if Geno Smith will be playing in this game. If he's not playing, then the Eagles win this game 31-13. And your upcoming games for this week. We got the Chargers going into Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Hold on. This is a bad schedule that I've got sitting in front of me. Well, you know what? I am going to leave uh, next week's games alone. But I want you to know one thing. You do have games on Saturday this week. You have games on Sunday. Monday Night Football is ceased to exist. And that's what you're going to have to look up the upcoming games for yourself to see who's out there playing because we are entering week 16. Like I said, there's Thursday night game. There's going to be Saturday night game. It's going to be Sunday games. And then I believe Monday is Christmas. There will be football. So you got Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday NFL football. Uh, Just to reiterate and make this very brief. It's okay to be all right, but it's not okay right now. Now, does that mean sit and stew in it and say, that it's not all right right now and it's going to remain not all right forever? No. How do you look at it? Are you doing something to fix it? There's a certain series of questions and answers that you have to give yourself. Certain series of why's and why-nots that you really look, need to look at. And this refers to anything in your life. Your health might not be all right right now, but what are you doing to get you in better health? Are you going to doctors? Your teeth might be jacked up. Are you doing something to make sure that your teeth are getting better down the road? Your eyesight might be waning. Are you making sure you're going to an ophthalmologist to get eye exams and maybe a pair of glasses? Huh? Your shoes got a hole in them. Do you continue to wear them or you go to a shoe store? So, you know what sometimes it's big things and sometimes it's small things everything doesn't have to be life and death everything does not have to be life and death you're with the wrong woman today how long do you stay with that wrong man or woman or do you marry the wrong man and woman and make your situation even worse than it was i mean so it's how you look at life and what you go about life how you tackle issues in life is going to determine if things that are not okay remain not okay or if they improve and get a lot better and i'm going to tell you like i tell you each and every time i am doing a show on christmas and there's a reason i'm doing the show on christmas and i'm going to explain it to you on christmas day but i'm just letting you know that strange talk with doc does have one more live episode in 2023 I am not, this is not my sign off for of the year. I will be back next Monday to have another normal show. And I appreciate your support. I appreciate your listening in. I appreciate anybody who ever comments, shares, likes, and subscribes. And I would like to say to you, peace to you and peace to yours.